Hey everyone, welcome back to the Tri Podcast. Today is our first bonus episode and I am so glad that you're here. Before we get started, I just want to give a little update. God is continuing to pour into this ministry in a really powerful and profound way. I am hearing stories many times throughout the week of how the blog and the podcast are impacting friends and family in our community. In fact, just this morning, I woke up to a text from a dear friend of mine, someone I've been friends with for a long time, and she said that through this podcast, she is being reminded that she needs to get refocused on what really matters in life, which is spending more time with God and being saturated in the word. Sometimes we just need those reminders to dig deep into our faith. These stories that I'm hearing are real, and the people that are being impacted by tribe, it's all real. So for those of you that are faithfully on this tribe journey and are continuing to draw close to the Lord in this season, thank you so much for your prayers and your commitment to hearing what God would want to say to encourage you through this platform. Okay, so knowing that spring is right around the corner, I am getting so excited about the change in weather and the amount of sunshine and time that my family is going to be able to spend outdoors. As we head into this new season, I've been doing a lot of reflecting on things that I learned about myself and in my walk with the Lord in 2022. In fact, I'm in the process of working my way through a really cool Christian book about being intentional with my time and my words and my choices and my life. And I'm doing that through the context of my women's small group. So shout out to those ladies in my tribe. I love meeting with you every week and I love what we have going. You're so special to me. Today, I want to share with you six things that I learned about myself last year, really just in hopes of them encouraging you on your own journey as we head into the spring season together. Number one, relationships need to be intentional, not convenient. It's not about what you have in common. It's about your moral compass being set in the same direction. And the way that I see it is that sometimes something drastic has to happen so that God can put a stop to an unhealthy relationship. Because if we're honest, oftentimes we're not strong enough to walk away on our own. But here's the cool thing. God sees that and he knows our hearts and he gives us strength that we thought we never had. We get to choose the families that we belong to, and God brings people together in the most amazing and unexpected ways. Number two, we have to ask God to continue to grow our heart capacity to love those that are hard to love. Just because someone is hard to love doesn't mean we can't extend kindness and courtesy to them. Exuding warmth and the love of Jesus is what we're called to do. It isn't a choice. It's all over scripture. But in Mark 12 verse 31, it says, the second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Number three, there are true riches and gifts to be discovered in the valleys. 
I've said it before and I'll say it again. These last two years have been really challenging for me. I would say I have found myself in the valley more often than I found myself on the mountaintop. Sometimes other people make choices that hurt us and sometimes it's our own choices and something we've done or something that we've said that hurts other people. But God uses these things to draw us closer to him. So often our struggles are so painful in the moment or in the season. But I believe that God works out the most magnificent parts of us in the times of struggle. Sometimes the very thing that we struggle with, whether it's a lack of confidence or our relationship with food, it could be gossiping or addiction or shame or regret. If that struggle could be laid at the cross and brought under control, it could be the catalyst that leads us closer to the Lord. Number four, we are the light and God has called us to be the light. At the end of the day, we're called to be a light for Jesus. Every single day that I take my elementary age sons to school and they get out of my car, I always say the same thing to them. I tell them that I love them. I'm still in the phase of forcing them to give me a kiss. And then I say, be the light today. You know, being the light is not something that's limited to a certain group of people or an age bracket. We don't have to have it all together or figured out to shine a light for Jesus. We just need to love people the way that the Lord does. Number five, our past doesn't determine our future. Where we're going is far more important than where we've been. Y'all, I know there's somebody listening today that needed to hear this, and it's true. Your past doesn't determine your future. Where you're headed is so much more important than where you've been. Don't disqualify yourself before God even has a chance to use your story. Because God uses all of the parts of us. The good, the bad, the broken. Because he's a loving God. Number six, boundaries are good and healthy. They teach others how to treat us. And if you're a parent, be really careful here because your kids are watching you in this area. They are growing up in a world where boundaries are not the norm. So when they become adults, they're going to tap into the reservoir of how their parents had boundaries. Proverbs 4 verse 23 says, Above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. Y'all, Jesus was the most boundaried person, and he is our ultimate role model. Don't let the voice of the world be louder than the voice of God. You know, these things that I've learned, they come from a really raw and vulnerable place in my heart. I think for all six of them, I've had to learn these lessons the hard way. It's been in the seasons where I'm in the valley and I've fallen to my knees and asked God to go before me. And one of the cool things about God is that he always does. He longs to comfort us and to guide us when we're in the valley. We are never alone. 
I hope this message resonates with you. I would encourage everyone listening to spend just a half hour sometime in the next week and reflect on five to 10 things that you learned about yourself last year. Friends, as we head into spring together, we have so much to look forward to. I truly believe the best is yet to come. I'm praying for y'all and I'll see you next week.